there is shortage of electricity. You know, there's, it's very tough today, and the demand is growing on a daily basis. If you can see a few days ago, the mayor of New York has say, sent an, a, a tweet that he said to the New Yorkers, you know, please reduce the use of electricity. There is not enough electricity in New York City. So it's already seeing that the, the power station cannot fill in all the demands. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by Jay Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Welcome Yaron Gilboa, President and CEO of Turbogen, a veteran of the aerospace industry with extensive experience of over 40 years in operations, manufacturing, engineering, R&D, business development, sales, and marketing. In his previous role, he served as Vice President of Marketing and Business Development in Ashot Ashkelon. Israeli Naval Academy graduate, submarine officer and chief engineer with a Bachelor's of Mechanical Engineering. Yaron Gilboa, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. How are you? Good. Everything is okay. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me from the Turbogen offices in Israel. I'm really excited to speak to you about this idea of energy consumption and, and providing energy that is net zero uh, for large infrastructures like buildings. And I'm really excited to understand a little bit better about what you do. You have more than 40 years of experience leading business R&D and operations, former vice president of business development of Ashot Ashkelon, and former president and CEO of the U.S. filtration company. But you're also a, an Israeli Naval Academy graduate, submarine officer and chief engineer, and you have a bachelor's in mechanical engineering. I hope I got most of that correct. Uh, but, but other than that, Yaron, and before we even get to Turbogen and what you're doing there, walk me through a little bit your life as an engineer and how you perceive electricity and energy in general as you go throughout your career. Uh, as you can see, I have a lot of experience. Uh, I started as a young uh, officer in the Navy, and I grew up in the technical side. Uh, I'm married with my wife, Shulamit, and I have four kids, and I have uh, nine grandchildren. Two of my kids were living wow. in the U.S. One, my daughter lives in Boston. My son lives in New York. My daughter has her own uh, startup company, a big one. She managed to raise more than $50 million, and my son is wow. a company called Bridgewater. Uh, hedge fund. I heard uh, about it. <laughs> so uh, uh, it's one thing I'm saying is because I raised very nice, wonderful kids. I have uh, a daughter that she is a, a MD, a medical doctor at a Sheba a hospital dealing with Corona. And my little one, she was an, she's still an officer in the Israeli Air Force. Uh, assistant to the to the general there, so I'm, I'm quite proud about my family and my wife. So they they helped me to get where I'm getting today. So I, as I said, I grew up in Israel, uh, and I had a chance to join the navy and see the world. And I was with the submarines, and during my duty in the submarines, I also as a technical guy I was sent to the U.S. 
and I was serving there for a long time in Massachusetts, uh, dealing with the state-of-the-art projects uh, for the submarines. So I have a lot of experience in R&D from really starting from the first day until we got a, a product that's on the submarine. I'm very proud also that my product is in on the U.S. submarine, so my hands are also some of the strategic things there. And I think it's uh, what challenged me and that I'm very proud of. So I took all the six. Where, where do you get introduced to uh, electricity and, and the green electricity specifically from an engineering mindset? Where in your career did you make that transition? Uh, as you could see through my CV, my last position was at uh, Ashot Ashkelon, where I was the EVP, mm-hmm. mainly in the aerospace business. And I also was responsible for the business development. Then I came across Turbogen, because my one of my roles was to find the small startups and bring it them to Ashot, and try to take the ideas and convert it to really mass production and marketing and sales. So taking a small company, swallow it into the huge company, and then makes a profit. Uh, coming across Turbogen, uh, I met very nice people there, and we get. Very, the relationship came and so they asked me to become the CEO of Turbogen three years ago. <laughs> and here I am. And wow. as a matter of fact, I didn't have any experience with green energy. So I started to learn all this thing. And it's very fascinating. Wow. And I really like it and love it. And I come with every day with a joy to my company. And I build it from, from zero. I love it. So Yaron, I want you to channel this energy and this fascination with green energy to me uh, and uh, and explain to me a little bit about your introduction to green electricity and why that's something that you're so that you're so excited about. Uh, the product we have today it's really a spin-off of a product that was developed by Raphael. Uh, matter of fact, as a turbo jet uh, that was something that I'm not exactly know that something was flying and they converted to a turbo generator. This generator is mm-hmm. really what we call CHP, a combined heat and power, that you combine electricity and heat together and you come to very high efficiency. By coming to a high efficiency, you're using less energy or less natural gas and become more efficient. The efficiency is more than 90%. That's how you contribute to the green energy by lowering the emission and using less natural gas to get the same efficiency as you were using some other uh, products. And that was making it very Mm -hmm. challenging to get the thing. uh, And it was uh, quite new. So when I came over here three years ago, the product was already here. Uh, Today we have a prototype that works. We We met all the targets that we set for ourselves. And now we are in the midst of uh, setting up five more units that we are going to install in New York next year in one of the buildings. Wow. So that's once we will install them, we already will contribute. What does it actually mean, though, Yaron, to actually go to a building and reinstall a new way of providing energy? I know very little about this, but maybe you can just share a little bit. What does it actually mean to go into a, a building that has an existing electricity grid, an, an existing an energy provider, and to actually go and make this transformation? And normally today, the buildings are getting electricity from the network, 
or from the grid, and the heat they're getting from a boiler. The boiler is using natural gas, so they have two sources uh, of energy to their building. When we will come in, we'll gain two things. First, we get electricity that is more efficient than the one they're getting from the grid. And the second, the same token, they will get also heat. So we can eliminate the reuse of natural gas using the gas for the boiler. So we'll use the emission. And by use being more efficient, you're using less um, uh, sources of fossil energy. And that's how you contribute to the green energy. And that's in the nutshell. So the building itself, they will, will get a black box where you, they're getting the boxes delivering the electricity and the hot water. For them, it's the same as it was right. before. But the only thing, they are going to pay less for the energy and pay less for the heat. And that's what people are really interesting. If you're going to pay less and the community will get less emission, so that's make it green and less costly. And so as you're strategically thinking about this domain, and obviously, you know, it's in our best interest that most facilities move, transition to green energy. What, what is actually happening today? How many other solutions are there like TurboGen that are reinventing energy creation and, 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 and consumption? And where, what's going to happen in the next few years and, and at what speed? The CHP is quite known in the world for the last 20 years. But the turbo mm-hmm. generators that are in the market are really done by the in huge scale, so from 5 megas up to 100 megas, and the companies are involved in companies like mm-hmm. Siemens, GE, etc. There are not too many companies who right. are in the buildings, let's say, market. So we are in the market of 40 kilowatts up to 1,000 kilowatts. So those uh, conglomerates are not in this uh, field of business, and this really opened for us a huge market where there are tens of thousands of buildings that are ready to be fit with our product or similar to our product. So we are not unique. There is another company, other companies in the same field, not too many. If I know another mm-hmm. company also have a turbo a generator, but this is really a green field a market. There are not too many players in it, and that's what we are looking for. A, a, a turbo generated that are in the market today, the big ones cannot fit into a building. That's why our turbo generator in their size, a small size, can fit to those buildings. That's why we can reach to those areas. You can either fit it in the uh, basement or on the roof, uh, a rooftop, and uh, that makes it very easy. The other generators are very heavy. Ours is light in weight and small in dimension, so it's very easy to install it and using Natural gas that it's everywhere in Europe or in the States, very common. It's like mm-hmm. plug and play, and I think that's the way it works. And so one thing that I'm that I'm curious about as you're you know selling this to to buildings, right? And you're going you're going to sell this to now f- five buildings in New York already. But obviously, we're talking about scale. And what I'm interested is in what is the consumer behavior that is going to shift as a result of this new technology? Do you find that the conversation lies in the green part of the equation, or the financial side of the equation? In, in other words, what is driving the sales right now and the adoption of this type of technology? I think both things you just said. On one hand, you have the regulations are pushing uh, to have more green energy 
the DOE and the EPA, all those guys are pushing to CHP because they really they are giving giving a lot of subsidizing things to have it so work that mm-hmm. more buildings it will be interesting to install those type of generators. On the other hand, of course, mm-hmm. if you can supply the same electricity and the same heat for lower cost, of course, the owners of the building, or the residents who are living in the buildings will be very interesting because always cost is a right. very crucial uh, factor in their decision if they would like to have it. The idea that we have is really uh, having a energy as a service. In other words, the idea of the, the way how we are going to do that is coming to a building, tell them, you know, we are going to install our system. You don't have to pay any down payment. You don't have to do nothing. We'll take care of all the regulations. We'll take care of all the installations, right. maintenance, etc. You just start to pay when you, the meter starts to show you kilowatts and that's it. So I think also customers likes it. They don't have want to have this headache of dealing with several suppliers to make all this hassle to find who is the price is better, etc. You just get it. If you don't like it, you can just say, I don't want to pay. And we have to understand the electricity from the grid is still there. So you're still using the electricity from the grid. So you always have electricity. It's not that once you hook yourself to our product, uh, you are eliminate yourself from the grid. So you can have both uh, sources of energy at the same time. So it's 100%. Very, very cool. Yaron, uh, in, your, in your strategic point of view as the CEO driving the strategy for the company, three years down the line, what, where is TurboGen in our world? Three years ago, I think we were really... Uh, looking with very lot of enthusiastic things, but we didn't have really in our hand what we were looking for. In those last three years, we managed to run the prototype to achieve all the goals that we set for ourselves. And now we have already a product that uh, runs and creates electricity. And as I said, we are now in the midst of install, uh, maintain, uh, sorry, assembling uh, five sets so we'll be ready to install them in the States. Of course, we have to follow all the regulations. We have to get all the approvals for all the uh, legal uh, guys that are responsible that they will come with the product from Israel to the States that they fit all the needs there, like UL and other guys. But that's what we are doing now to find. And we're in the midst of this process. So we believe until now, we are very optimistic. We will be there on time. All the Signs are showing positive signs for us. Very, very cool. And so um, it sounds to me that you don't have a, there, there is no doubt in your mind that, that at some point there's going to be a wide adoption of this across the board. And, and it's a matter of question of, you know, who, who are the interesting players to, to go and take it. But what, what do you think is going to make, you know, wh- when do you think is going to be the big jump? You know, and what's going to lead to it? The, the wide adoption, right? Not the, the dozens or hundreds of buildings. I'm talking about the thousands of buildings. Are we, you know, is this in the next 10 years that we should expect this? Do we, are we looking for more technological revolutions in order for this to happen? I think there are a few uh, uh, reasons why people would go for this solution. First, there is shortage of electricity. You know, there's, it's very tough. Today, and the demand is growing on a daily basis. If you can see a few days ago, the mayor of New York has said, said in a 
a tweet that he said to the New Yorkers, you know, please reduce the use of electricity. There is not enough electricity in New York City. So he's already seeing that the, the power station cannot fill in all the demands. So uh, this right. is a, a sign that there will be a shortage of electricity. The, the grid itself is becoming aging. They're at 60 years old. There's a problem to, to run it, and especially when the capacity is growing on a daily basis. Second, you know, this EV, electrical vehicles are coming in. The demand for electricity is growing. So it's big. Right. So right. again, people will hook their cars and the demand will grow dramatically. And that's talking about more than 45% growth every cool. year. So in other words, wow. uh, if we will have well, like a local power station, every building, what we are going to be, this will, if without, with or some other guys will come in, this will be an area that everyone will go and fill in. And the idea is that also, as I said, the regulations, the, the, the regulators are pushing now that uh, for more green energy, they will give subsidies. They will subsidize it. So there will be more companies who will come in. I believe that it will take for our competitors to come in because it takes years to develop this type of turbo generator, different than software that you can just sit and do it in a few weeks or months. This is, can take years. The second, there are, there, I said right. there is some other guys also using generators or are, are working on natural gas. So it's, and doing also CHP, I say for the scale that we are talking about, between 40 kilowatts to 1,000 kilowatts, there are a few companies different than for the upper scale, and there's a huge market for that. As I mentioned before, the DOE had set up, a, a, gave us information that the demand is growing. There is a need for more than 130,000 buildings per year, a market of $20 billion, so it's a huge Blue ocean for the Amazing. so many players can go eat and will be enough. I, I'm saying always it's like the first we had iPhone and now we have Samsung and some other guys. So iPhone, iPhone is uh, or Apple that opened the market and now everyone can go in. So yep. I think it will be the same thing here. Uh, the, the more people we introduce to this type of solution and the demand will bring this market. And I believe we are in the right time in the right place. And we are aiming to the U.S. market because it looks like there will be a very high interest there. And also we are looking for the European market. First, because also they're looking right. for green energy. Second, they also have a whole infrastructure of natural gas. And also we're going to work in Israel. If you, I just want to remind you, we just a few days ago, a few weeks ago, we signed an agreement with Supergas, who is the a main provider of natural gas in Israel. There, we are going to have a mutual agreement that we there will be responsible for all our installations in Israel. And I think the same idea we are wow. looking for is to have a partnership with U.S. A conglomerate who are working with natural gas. And I think for them, it's a win-win situation. Today, they're using natural gas normally to heat the buildings. Now, if you're coming also with generators, also creating energy, so the demand for gas will run crazy up dramatically. So it's a win-win all for the natural sure. gas suppliers. And I think that's the idea to come there yep. uh, with our solution. And the demand for their natural gas will grow up. So there will be a, for their interest also to join us and to come in with the, our product. Of course, uh, we are a small company, but I believe once we can start with it. And I said, we started here in Israel and it works. 
I believe the same thing will work for US and Europe. I love it, Yaron. Thank you so much for joining me and for sharing with me uh, your journey. Uh, I, I love the, the freshness that you're coming into this, into, into this field with. And, and it sounds like you have some really, really interesting products and, and, uh, and a lot of great impact that you're going to have in store for the world. I have three more questions about you, not about TurboGen. And I want you to take me back to your childhood. What really fascinated you even before the Naval Academy, before submarines? What, what is something that really occupied you as a child that really fascinated you? Uh, I grew in a small town in Israel called Rehovot. It's what we call at that time uh, almost a small village. Now it's a big city, but at that time. And everyone yeah. knows everyone. Sure. And my, I was really very, very patriotic. You know, we were dressing very simple. We were going to school. And our ideal was to go and serve the country. As a matter of fact, I started as a pilot, cadet pilot at the... Air Force Cadet School, but unfortunately I was not getting well. And then I moved to the Navy Cadet School, so I became an officer in the Israeli Navy. So I think on a daily basis, I was very fascinated from really the country itself. And I think we were a lot of dreams where to go to. And I think where I'm here today is really achieving my dreams. I'm not sure that was my dream to become a CEO for an, for a green energy company, but I think that's where I am today. It's a Really, by the end of the day, it's really what I was dreaming would really come, come through. And I think it's, it, it came okay. Very, very cool. And, and what, is, uh, what is something that inspires you today? You know, that what inspires me today is really I'm dealing with the state of the art product. You know, you're taking a product that was really, uh, as I said, a, a spin-off of Rafael as a leading company in the world. You know, Iron Dome and some other things. We can talk about it and took a product they have developed for 10 years. And as you understand, the people who have decided that the people are working for our company today, those are immigrants who came from Russia in the late 90s. with a lot of know-how from the USSR or from the Russians. I brought a lot of know about the aerospace uh, things that they have learned, about combustion, about injectors, etc. things. They built really a whole product uh, they brought in all their experience. We took the experience here in our company. We have today a mix of young people and old people and young people who have short experience, but a lot of enthusiastic things. I have people who are old, we have hundreds of years of experience. For example, the, the CEO of Ashot Ashkelon is working for me. I have another guy. I have a guy from the Israel. I have three guys from the Israeli cadet school, from the Israeli Navy working for you, the CEO. Sorry, the CFO and the VP engineering. So really, it. I'm amazed to see how people are coming in the morning, are so delighted and, and very enthusiastic to work on our product, and they also believe in the product. And I think that's what they're doing. So that's make the joy for everyone to come here every morning to work for this company, and we believe in the company. I love it. And what are three words you would use to describe yourself? I'm very, uh, I would say, a guy who have targets, set up the target and reach the targets. You asked me before, how did you come? I, may, I didn't tell you about all my life. What we see for my CV, I was, was in the submarines. Then I was working for CA, ECI, that's a communication company. Then I moved to filtration. Everywhere, yeah, I took a company in the U.S. was almost in Chapter 11. I took it to a, we made a lot of profit. 
and then I moved to Ashot Ashkelon. I really entered Ashot Ashkelon to a, the aerospace, something they haven't been before. And today Ashot have products on every aircraft, 747, 737, 787, Airbus Amazing. 350. So everything from zero. But the day they were just thinking about it. And I was really involved in those things. So it gave me, I always felt that when I take something, I bring it to the end. I was also involved, and as I mentioned, I cannot talk too much about the programs that I was really dealing with for the submarines, but I took something that was the only an idea by the operational people. We converted to a technical spec, and then I made a, a negotiation with a U.S. supplier. And by the end of the day, whatever product is, it was in the 80s, it's still working until today in the Israeli submarines and the U.S. submarines. So I feel that I take something, it works. I love it. And as you see, in my age, I've done a few things in my life, and it's okay. Perfect. Yaron, thank you very, very much. This was great. Uh, continue making a positive impact, and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank okay. you. Okay, have a nice day.